0: Welcome professional wrestling fans to the PW Fan. The PW Fan is a pro wrestling podcast created by fans for fans. And we appreciate you joining us for episode 38. I'm your host, the old school wrestling fan, collector, barber, and musician, the man with too many hobbies, Talk Wrestling, Tim
1: Gilbert. And I'm your host, the architect of pro wrestling podcast and Funko Pop collector, Andy.
2: I am also your host, the No Selling Wrestling Indie fan and football lover, Jeremy.
0: All right. So today we are going to be talking about the multiple injuries inside the world of pro wrestling, MJF's, MJF's pipe bomb promo, Hell in a Cell, and more. Uh, before we get started today, please head on over to our YouTube channel by searching the PW Fan. You're going to find video episodes and our full catalog of episodes. If YouTube's not your thing and you don't care about watching us... Just go on over to Apple Podcast or Spotify. And uh, while you're doing all that stuff, please don't forget to like and subscribe. And please leave a review. Uh, For t-shirts, if you like the show and want to support the show, ProWrestlingTees.com backslash the pw fan, And uh, we got pocket logo shirts on there. Maybe we'll get some new designs uh, coming for the year coming up. Um, And just one more thing, guys. If you got any friends that are into wrestling and you want to just tell them about the pod or give us a, a tweet or a shout-out or something. It means so much to us. So thank you so much for supporting and listening to the show. All right, well, I think that takes care of the introduction stuff. Andy, I'm going to pass it over to you and let you uh, take it from here, sir.
1: All righty. A couple things from Raw this week. Um, well, this week, WWE-wise, was a uh, it was like a go-home Raw, a go-home SmackDown for Hell in a Cell, which happened last night. Um, so Raw this week, we had a... Segment with Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins Uh, Cody came out into the ring uh, Cut a promo And then Rollins came out through the stands Basically said he doesn't like Cody And Cody pretty much just said You know, why don't we stop waiting and do this now And they they had a nice little brawl Entertaining brawl uh, You know, kept getting pulled apart And then going back together And uh, yeah, you know, just showed that the tensions were high for their upcoming match at Hell in a Cell. I've enjoyed this feud so far, but I'm hoping it's done after that final match. Personally, you don't need yeah. three. You don't need more than three. We've talked yeah. about multiple times about feuds <laughs> that just keep going and going. Right. So, that's just yeah, me that
2: personally. A, that was a pretty cool segment Cause Seth kind of referenced AW a little bit there, right? He was like, you and your little friends trying to, um, Tear down what I've built. Even yeah, it really wasn't just Seth, but
0: oh, I just yeah. saw something live on Raw that was crazy that happened. Hey, what we was say? Sorry, no, no, <laughs> no. Should we do, no, <laughs> no spoilers?
1: <laughs> no spoilers. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean this this whole you know this this feud's been cool. It's been good, but yeah, you don't need to go past three with them.
2: Yeah, and also we'll we'll talk about it later but how Cody is I don't think they can go past 3 anyways.
1: Yeah, yeah, once once we actually talk about what happened at Hell of <laughs> but um Yeah, I mean, he Cody's been uh, in the spotlight since he's gone back and I know this match is the I mean, even though we've already seen the pay-per-view it was announced before I'm pretty sure online that it was the main event of the show. Because there is no, yeah. um, you know, Roman match there. I guess you could have made you know when the women's titles be one, but uh, they yeah. decided to put. I mean, this has kind of been one of the main storylines going on at week after week. So yeah,
2: I also guess that it was a main event because it was the only Hell in the Cell match on. Yeah, that's the true. And
1: sometimes they Hell have Hell. two. Sometimes they have two, but I'm surprised yeah. they didn't have that uh, this time.
2: That's why I like I don't know about you guys but I don't really like when they do like the gimmick pay-per-views like this. Like money in the banks fine cuz you know it's going to be every year. But when they do a Hell in a Cell like every uh feud doesn't need a Hell in a Cell match. Well, I, it's well, like I didn't
1: like the TLC pay-per-views when they would have like a chair match and then they had a tables match. It's not right. just that
0: though. Just I mean, I t- I've been telling Andy since like 2011 there's these pay-per-views maybe before that you basically have your A-run of pay-per-view, a.k.a. premium live events, or you got your B-run. And your A-run is like your Royal Rumble, Survivor it's Series, four. WrestleMania, SummerSlam, and SummerSlam. SummerSlam. And then you got these shitty filler pay-per-views, which the card, a lot of the time, is basically just like a glorified Monday Night, Monday night Raw. It's crazy if you look back at some old Raw's in SmackDown where you're like... Man, these cars are more stacked than this actual show that people at one point would have been paying for, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. But yeah, to me, like pay per views, like we just saw, and we'll get into it more. It's just like I don't know. It's just like, do we? Doesn't it feel better to just wait until and then until the big match is really like what they do with AEW? They wait until the it feels like the bubble's about to burst. Like you, this match has to happen. Yeah, because the big four at
2: least for WWE always feels so much bigger. So I'm like, why don't they just do just do those? This and call f- like Monday or Friday shows something so, some something special.
0: It feels like filler. So if they could do something yeah. to make people not think it was like, if you knew like, yeah, these aren't the craziest. The card's not the craziest, but every time one of these shows happens, something crazy happens. Like. That, that I, I feel like they need like something that makes you want to watch it you know because if other well, than I compare that, it to like, eh. I
1: compare it to like um, black and gold NXT there wasn't a takeover every month but when there was it was like it was a big deal they've been building yeah. these storylines yeah. for like months because it, it didn't coincide with every main roster pay-per-view it was like maybe every other every three Yeah, they would do and they uh, would do
2: specials like that aren't takeovers yeah. they would just do like Whatever on two well, yeah. I guess now on Tuesday nights, but, but it felt like
1: when doing... they got the takeover, it was a much bigger yeah.
0: and doing that I feel like they were able to build stars easier and people would argue and say that those stars didn't translate on a national platform on like Raw and SmackDown. However, I would argue that they weren't given the same freedom to do what they did in NXT. And also, I don't think that they gave fans the benefit of the doubt of that people were gonna know who they were because they were watching NXT. Um, yeah. And and I know before I know I'm this is taking us on a side cha- tangent, but I just wanted to say it was crazy in Black and Gold NXT how they would have like basically the changing of the guard. Like so, you had 1.0, which was like Seth, and I, I think Roman was there for a little bit, and then. Uh, uh, Neville and Bo Dallas, and then it's slowly, yeah, Biggie. Yeah. <clears throat> Who else like starts from there? And so Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and then Finn Balor, you know, and then Nakamura. Uh, Nakamura. We Joe get or- Samoa Joe. Yeah. Then we get into the Adam Cole era. But I remember always thinking how after one of these guys or group of people would get called up from the main roster. I would always be like, damn, NXT just lost all their stars, man. Like, now what are we now? And every single time, dude, there would be a new group of people that were, like, right there and came along. And I just got maybe sometimes even more excited for them. Not anymore. Like, no, I will not I, anymore.
2: Yeah. Like, the I think the best feud I actually remember from the Black and Gold was, uh, I remember Bailey and Sasha. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. right awesome.
1: was
2: And then Sasha, I think, I forget the the little girl's name match. who would always go to those events.
1: Oh, Sasha made her cry.
2: Yeah, and she like took her like you know bow tie or whatever and threw it. And I was like, this is like the one of the best you know Sasha Banks I've ever seen. Yeah,
0: they talked about Speaking... that in the evil thing for Sasha, yeah. and and just to kind of pull it back because I know that we went on a reminiscing side tangent about Black and Gold NXT, but anyway, I just think that's how you build stars is is whatever they were doing at that point is anytime I felt like somebody was getting older stale and they left all of a sudden these like new guys were there and they just like made it even better. And I don't know. I feel like regular quote unquote WWE, the main roster doesn't do that. Like it's the same people forever. And then the people that they're trying to like Mm -hmm. get to work, it doesn't work. But, um, Circling back to because I know we're going to get back to it just about like women's wrestling and talking about what you were saying about uh Bailey and Sasha. Man, uh, I know we were kind of saying that this pay per view is like one of those, like, eh, but man, that women's match ruled. I can't wait to talk about that match because that was a good match.
1: Actually, all the matches on the card weren't bad, there was no like bad matches. There, there was some like some banger. I thought that performance wise, I thought they there were was all some. Like, ma- I thought there were some matches that were going to be bad, but they uh, were better than I thought they were. So we'll get into that. I don't know how we got off into all that when all <laughs> we were talking about was Cody and Seth.
0: But, uh, we were talking about long-term storylines. That's right. Yeah. Hey, have um, you guys, have you guys listened to? Because uh, our while our while we're already sidebarred, we might as well just make a joke about it. Uh, there's this new podcast Conrad is doing called Foley is Pod, and I love McFoley. <laughs> I love Mick Foley, and I love Conrad, but if you guys think that we're bad, I, like, going off on random tangents, holy shit, like, he'll ask Mick a question, <laughs> and all of a sudden, it is like, how are we talking about this right now? Like, and you feel like the question never gets answered. It is like, I tried listening to it last night, and I was like, oh, my God, dude, he just went on something for, like, 30 minutes that had nothing to do with He's what He's, like, we doing his first- one-man show. Yeah, yeah, and they're like, and they're, He's like, talking about, like... Him. He, he'll, like, ask him about a question about, like, No Way Out 2000, and then all of a sudden they're, like, be talking about, like, Santa Claus, and, like, I'm, like, what, how did this even happen? Oh, Jesus Christ.
1: Well, let's stop getting into our own tangents and uh, yeah. move forward, boys. Boys. Um, so th- there was two other matches that were announced, though, for Hell in a Cell on Raw this week. It was Ali versus Theory, scheduled for uh, the United States Championship. At Hell in a Cell, and we also got the Judgment Day versus AJ Styles, Finn Balor, and Liv Morgan scheduled for Hell in a Cell. Um, but yeah, there wasn't much to roll. Um, that was about it. That you know, again, it's all coming together for Hell in a Cell. But let's get into Dynamite this week. Um, it opened up with CM Punk and FTR teaming up versus the Gun Club and Max Caster. Uh, CM Punk and FTR ended up winning the match, and they cut a promo kind of together. And uh, Punk basically ended up saying, um, calling to the back of who does he got as his opponent at Forbidden Door, and Tanahashi comes out. And so at this this point (laughs) in the week, we have Tanahashi versus CM Punk at Forbidden Door. At this point. At this point, and when we get keep into in the mind, Rampage...
0: Keep in, fun, keep in mind, fans, if you don't know, it plans change. <laughs> we'll get change.
2: there. We'll get there. That's the card subject to change.
1: Yes. Card subject but to change. Let's get into the big, biggest part of Dynamite this week, which was MJF's Pipe Bomb promo.
0: Maybe one who of the best promos of all... Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't care who's... I don't care who starts, I just wanted to say I think it's one of the best promos of all time. I agree. Um, should we just try to summarize it? Does anyone want to try to summarize it the best they can? I mean he just told If fan it like if it fans was. know he's
1: been having grievances with his contract and he basically, you know, called all the fans Marks and uh called out Tony Khan for signing ex WWE wrestlers and them getting paid more than him and how many, most of the people on his rot, uh, the AW roster, are untrained compared to him. Um, a couple other things. He he called Tony Khan a mark himself and said that he should be <laughs> behind the uh, barricade along with these fans. And he said, "All the boys in the back that want my spot, he's like, you can have it because I don't want to be here anymore." And he told uh, Tony Khan to fucking fire him. <laughs> <laughs> and called him a fucking mark, like I said. Um, and then they cut his mic. It was reminiscent kind of a CM Punk's pipe-on promo, but way more intense. MJF being mad is a real thing about his contract. That is very real. I know Tony Khan gave him permission to do this, but I don't know how they're blurring reality with, um, with the show right now. I know they took him off of, like, what, their website and his merch and the intro video. Everything. Yeah, he's he's off right now, so I don't know how they're working it into everything, but
0: uh. he did I just want to say this. He did the CM Punk pipe bomb, but he did it with the anger and the realness of a um Shane Douglas and But the big one that comes to mind for me is Brian Pillman, where you're like, is this real? Is he is this not real? Like, that was the thing about Brian Pillman. He would be like, what's going on? Like, you'd be like, "Ah." you're like, I know I'm getting worked, but like, am I like you would be unsure, (laughs) you know? Where punks was very punks was very clearly the storyline. And maybe he threw a couple of quick like jabs in there to like. You know, just to make it a little bit more realistic. But this one, I was like... Mm. Like, every now and then, you'll be like... You know, he's dropping the F-bomb on TNT in front of the partners. I mean, I, t- Tony Khan will just pay that fine. It's no big deal. I mean, but, like, I'm like... <laughs> I'm like... Yeah, he's uh... like, he's like,
1: you'd be ashamed if something bad happened. You there's a lot of important people here tonight. Yeah. It was know. fantastic, though. It was one of the best partners I've ever seen. Maybe the best... That I can at least in recent history.
0: Because it's real. Yeah, That's the so. thing. Wrestling when it's like real is always great.
2: So and people well to uh, see. I what I think is also true is like people have been saying like this was an actual like shoot, like he was actually he had all the problems and everything, and so, for some reason they like maybe they figured it out and now they're turning it into a storyline because I don't yeah. think he would let him out there. Dude, that. I've read his
1: initial contract was only 70 to 100 grand.
2: Yeah. That's when that's what the starter And you got
1: to think, dude. That's more than the starters grand. at for NXT guys. I mean, that's less than what NXT guys starter is. Well, it's
0: also now, like
1: MJ And now you have a guy like MJF who has like busted his ass. I kind of get I mean, when I saw 70 to 100, I was
0: like, "Bro." Now Hear me yeah, out. but you
2: also have to think about that's the people who have never been on TV, and they've been in indies, and they took a chance on them to start this new company, Like you can't yeah. pay them a lot. And also now he's being paid $100,000, as they said.
1: He's worth more, though. He's right. He's fucking right oh, yeah. in this promo, man. The fans went from booing to fucking cheering because they knew this guy was telling the truth, and they knew well, that...
0: you also have to understand, as far as the business goes, he might get a guaranteed 70 to 100 but then he's going to have that I don't know, I believe it's called a downside guarantee where he additionally would make money from things like action figures and merchandise t-shirts etc yeah. so you have your money that you get and then you there's extra money that basically comes in that you get from other things but he's also
1: He's also the second highest draw, minute to minute, which brings in advertisers for people to watch those advertisements during that time.
0: I'm not saying that it's he's not just wrong. just selling this is, stuff. Yeah, I'm not saying that he's wrong. He, this is literally the same reason—not the same, but very similar to the reason why MLB was on a lockout this season. And I, you know, I'm sorry to all the non-baseball people listening, but basically, the players were signed to rookie contracts that were low money, and they it was long time long term and they were basically like hey we don't want to play for this amount of money like this long while we're in our prime let us get to that big contract while we're younger and that's i mean yeah that's that is different but i think mjf's like i'm hot right now like i'm mm-hmm. like i'm doing awesome and i'm making that like guy who just got here money and I get what he's saying. Yeah. It's probably he's probably annoyed because how much did John Morrison just get paid who walked in? Hmm? I'd like to see that number.
1: I don't know. He has a he has a contract that goes
0: from time to time that he comes in. It's not he's not all elite or anything. Okay, like I'm just that. saying a, a, who's the besides Punk, who's the last WWE guy that just actually showed up and is signed? Well, Ember Moon just came. Swerve stricken, Keith Lee. I bet you Keith Lee is making more money than MJF. I'm just throwing that out there. And they can't lace his boots. (laughs) But he's basically, he's probably thinking like, look, in real life, he's probably like, look, Keith Lee, whoever, or or his real name is like a nice guy, but like, I've been here a while. Like, I should be, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then on the show, the MJF character is probably like, fuck this. Like, I should be making this money. So, you know. Yeah,
2: it just. I did it, love how they did the ending to it, like when he dropped that f bomb, and then they cut away immediately, and the lights went out, and they went to commercial, yeah. and then they come back, and they act like it didn't happen.
0: He said, "Don't tell oh, yeah, me." The
1: announcers don't. Don't count me down. Said, don't you don't son of me a out. Bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The announcers didn't even mention it.
2: Yeah, which is like perfect because you're like, was that supposed to happen? Then.
1: Well, we'll just have to see where it goes from here with all the cutting out of the openings and stuff but let's move forward speaking of John Morrison uh Johnny Elite had a match and he said that he'll it was or he said he would verse anyone in the locker room and it ended up being Miro who has returned i think he was gone making a movie or something um, he yeah, doing
2: like shows and stuff
1: um but yeah the, i mean hey. they had a good match the winner was miro johnny elite has lost two times in a row now but
0: <laughs> so for. <laughs> I know I know this is like super random and I'm sorry like again like going on like something that's not related to AEW but I'm watching right now live is uh Asuka she or Becky Lynch is wrestling somebody I don't know this girl and then Asuka's on the outside but man when I was watching the pay-per-view uh earlier today I caught up on it like Becky Lynch looks like a completely different person than, like, from what I remember mm-hmm. before. And I don't mean, I'm not trying to say, I'm yeah. not saying anything <laughs> negative about, like, her appearance. I just mean, like, whoa. Like, if you think about when she was coming out with, like, the ska music and, or not ska music, but, like, the, uh, oh, yeah. like, had the goggles on and shit. It's like, I know people change and, like, look different, but, wow, it is striking. Doesn't she sell the same music? Is it the. Yeah, just, yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, yeah.
1: It's still that. It's just different. Her character is different. <laughs> Same music, though. She's
0: yeah. just Conor McGregor.
1: She's just different. She's, She's just, just different. different, yeah. Um. Yeah, so Miro is back. Um, Miro. Let's see. You know, we'll just have to see what they do with him now. Maybe he takes MJF's spot. I don't know.
2: I mean, he destroyed Johnny.
1: Lee. Yeah. Like,
2: that's the mirror I wanted to see. Yeah,
1: you know, mirror had a good match right before he left. I think it was yeah. what Brian Danielson maybe was. They it was a tournament. Yeah, I can't remember. Or was it Eddie Kingston? I don't know. Oh my goodness, Eddie Maurice. Kingston. And him had a. We'll talk about Maurice and stuff next week. <laughs> 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 Whatever Tim's watching on Raw. Um. All right. So there was a JAS segment uh, after after that. That I wanted this, to talk this about this
2: segment is just cracking up because I have no idea what's happening with them anymore.
1: No, oh JS,
2: yeah, with Jericho, like what is like?
1: Yeah, I, so I the Jericho Appreciation Society, Society. came out, <laughs> and uh, Kingston and Regal end up coming out, and uh, it's just them two. And JS ends up attacking Eddie, and Ortiz then ends up coming out and cuts some of Jericho's shitty fucking hair. And they said that they want a blood and guts match, and it's going to be hair for hair. But first, Jericho says, "Eddie, it's going to be hair for hair." And that's like, what? Eddie has like no fucking hair. Why would you do that? And then they change it. It's going to be hair versus hair when it pertains to Jericho and Ortiz. Jericho, please cut your fucking hair. Oh
2: my god, we saw him balding.
1: Yeah, went live. Party. We we could see it from our seats. Your bald yeah. spot. <laughs> we know you're listening because you're a big time listener for our show. He's
0: a huge fan of the show. <laughs>
1: He's a huge fan of the show. Jericho, cut your hair lose this match, please. It's yeah. probably another one of your stupid ideas.
2: Well, the thing that was kind of disappointing was, you know, like, they had Regal out there. Because remember in NXT, he would always say War Games. And they had him say Blood and Guts. I'm like, it's not really the same.
0: He's like, like what if he was accidentally like, whoa, Blood and Guts. Because <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> I was like, thinking back, I'm like, that kind of sounded good when like they were making fun of WWE calling them that. And now yeah. I'm like, now we're just we're stuck with that name. Yeah.
1: Um. But yeah, that wrapped up Dynamite this week. There wasn't too much I wanted to talk about when it pertained to it. Um. I'm gonna switch it up though, and go instead of SmackDown. Now I'm gonna go into Rampage, just because it ties into what happened on Dynamite. Alright, so I don't know when CM Punk got hurt, but CM Punk got hurt, guys. Tim said, you said it was when he jumped over into the barricade on, to the people during his he entrance? Smashed,
0: he smashed his leg slash foot onto the barricade when he st- when he stage dive, yeah. And then when he got back on the ramp, he kneels down when FTR comes out, and he starts fucking with his foot. You can see it. He starts moving shit around, and then you can see him be like, oh, fuck.
1: So CM Punk <laughs> broke his foot. People have like uh, a
0: breakdown
2: of this like entrance. Thing. Yeah, so, like, so
1: Punk ended, CM Punk broke his foot, guys, and he comes out, and you know he's this real. Is emotional. The worst he timing ch-
0: for everything.
1: It just reminds me of when like Finn wins the title, yeah. universal title for the first time, and has to relinquish it. Um, so CM Punk has to relinquish the title. You know, he's thanking the fans and basically like you know. He's not going to be done wrestling once he has his. Sur- he has to have surgery, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He says he's not going to be done. He'll be back, but that means his match with Tanahashi and Forbidden Door isn't happening. So what's happening? If I correct me if I'm wrong,
0: there's going to be some, really there's going to be
1: some kind of tournament, and the winner of that tournament faces uh, John Moxley, who's the number one ranked guy, and that winner faces Tanahashi.
2: So almost because okay. they, they horribly explained this on Dynamite and everyone was like, well, what is happening? I'm horribly
1: explaining it right now. So
2: no, <laughs> so it's a battle royale in the beginning of Dynamite to face Moxley in the main event and then that, that person goes on to face or, or to fight for the title. But New Japan is having... for the title. Having, okay. New Japan is having Tanahashi and uh, I forget who the other guy is but those two fight for the ti- to um, qualify for the title match. Which is oh, yes, okay, and okay. And someone
1: else. So the winner of Moxley and someone versus the winner of Tanahashi and someone end yeah. up fighting for the AW title. Okay. Yeah. Yes, okay. That
2: and also sense. it's an interim title because Punk's still the champion, they said.
1: So when Punk does come back, he's going to wrestle whoever has it at the time. And everyone
2: okay. posted those memes of him and Cena holding both the WWE titles. Ugh. Like he's doing this again.
1: <laughs> so yeah, this was supposed to be the summer of Punk guys, and so now it's like ugh, I know Summer Punk three.
2: So real, real, like real quick about the injuries. It's Punk Daniel Danielson just has a small injury, so it's not too bad. Yeah, but Jeff Hardy, uh, Cody, and we'll get
1: into sports. Cody's stuff when we get into the Hell in a Cell. But um,
2: there's another person for AEW, but I forget who it is.
1: I can't think. It's if not good. Are, that's not all gonna, I know. It's Not too serious. Yeah, it's not good, guys. Um. So yeah, it sucks about CM Punk. I think I told you guys first when uh yeah. when I saw it because I saw it well, on well, Instagram. Well, we first, st- we still, still like, don't oh have
0: Kenny back.
2: Yeah, Kenny is the other one. Yeah, yeah. we still don't <sighs> have
1: Kenny. I, and there's, I haven't even heard a rumor of when he's coming back. Uh, he's been It'd having be...
2: problems apparently with like surgery, and then it didn't heal right, and all this stuff. So. Jesus oh,
1: Christ. Man. I love Kenny. That's the only thing on Rampage I wanted to talk about. Um, But let's hop into SmackDown real quick before we get into Hell in a Cell. Um, The one little thing I want to talk about SmackDown. There was a six-pack challenge to see uh, who the winner is to face Ronda Rousey next for the title. And the winner of the six-pack challenge ended up being Natalia. Now, I don't know why this wasn't on Hell in a Cell. There was like... One match on Hell in a Cell from SmackDown. If you guys didn't realize it, yeah, it was Matt Moss, or now it's just Moss and Happy Corbin. Yeah, I was talking to my buddy today. Uh, WWE loves one person name: Champa yeah. Moss Theory <laughs> Ali.
0: You haven't heard this this whole thing, dude. Vince hates names. No, we talked names. about it, but
1: yeah, Vince. Yeah,
0: he it's terrible. he, Riddle, yeah. Murphy. Yeah. Like he just takes away their first name and makes it something dumb. I'm surprised Bobby Lashley
2: isn't just Bobby now,
1: or just Lashley.
2: Yeah, I mean it. was That's his
1: real name. That's his real name. So they, you know, they keep it. I think so. I think that's his real
0: name. Yeah. All right. I'm just Bobby Lashley. Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler tells a story of showing up at the performance center for the or not the performance center, but OVW or whatever OVW, and that. He's like, I saw the name Bobby Lashley, so I'm thinking, okay, it like, can't be that bad. And then he, he's like, I look Always over it. I, he's like, I look over it. I see, you know, what Bobby Lashley looks like, and I'm like, well, <laughs> they're not picking me. <laughs> but yeah, so
1: th- this Ronda match though with Natalia. Sorry, I'm just cutting you guys off. <laughs> he,
0: it you does. Know what? You I, do, I don't.
1: You do you. I don't even know though. Like I saw it last or the other night, and I'm just like, they didn't. Even, I think it's announced for a SmackDown. I don't. Th- it's been a long time since they've done like pretty much an all Raw or all SmackDown pay per view. But that's what this Hell in a Cell was. There was only one match on it that was uh, Smack or SmackDown that was Moss versus Corbin. Yeah, I that mean, being only s- had
2: the Raw commentary.
1: Yeah. So that being said, let's just let's just get into the Hell in a Cell. Great opener match. Uh, triple Threat for the Raw Women's Championship. Tim wanted to talk I, about this. It was Oscar versus Becky yeah, Lynch versus Bianca Belair.
0: Match quality? I think this was a sleeper, a sleeper show. Like, I would, at some point, I don't know about, like, right now, because there's a lot of good things to watch if anybody's a Star Wars fan. But uh, at some point, I would go back and watch... Uh, these matches again, just because I thought the like the actual matches that were on the show were really good, and so yeah, let's talk about this uh, ladies' match here, which was just a great pro wrestling so match. I, man, or, man or woman, I just should, I just want to point out.
1: I think I called it last week when it was announced that it was a triple threat, saying that yeah. Asuka was going to end up being the one to take the pin, and yeah. she ended up taking the pin. Becky Lynch, I think, got thrown out of the ring, and Bianca ended up covering Asuka. Um. Yeah, Becky. Lynch, I mean, Becky Lynch was the, This was, I think, supposed to be like Naomi versus Bianca or Sasha versus Bianca before all that stuff went down. Because one yeah, of them was so, supposed yeah. to face Ronda at some point, and the other was supposed to face Bianca. So, but this, right. yeah, this was a really good match. Um, I really enjoyed yeah, I, it. I wish, you know, triple threats can kind of be weird sometimes, but they did a good job with it.
2: Yeah, I wish they would let Asuka... Oscar- on like be more like this like every time Mm -hmm. because like she is a very good wrestler she's great she first started like a like an nxt she was undefeated
1: she was undefeated
2: now she does this like i don't know it's very sports entertainment
1: now Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) that's basically how I i mean look yeah corny corny gets called out all the time because people think that he it's funny that corny people think that corny is like this like like Southern right winger dude, when he's literally like the most liberal person ever, if you know anything about him, but even he's like The stuff that they make her do they're, like they're, like <laughs> he's like, people tell me I'm racist. He's like, but God damn, he's like the stuff that they like make, and I'm like, I get what he's saying, you know what I mean, like, yeah, but when she's just allowed to go and like just straight up wrestle and like do her thing and not have to like talk and like yeah, say she's one of on the court, best in the ring. she man, she's freaking awesome.
1: Oh, you mean like when they brought up Zai Lee from NXT, and they have her be like some warrior that defended her family, and comes out <laughs> with these uh, the size or whatever they're called, Dude, uh, so bad. I'm just like, ah. and she
0: it's disappeared. It's like
2: the writing team just like writes every stereotype, and like, should we go with this one this time?
0: God. Or yeah, yeah, or they'll who did they just make Oscar randomly tag with just because they were both Japanese? Yeah, like yeah. they were like, no, you guys are tag team partners now. <laughs> like you're it was like, was a Kyrie Asian, right? it was a Kyrie yeah. saying? You guys are Asian, yeah. right? All right. <laughs> yeah. God, the all right.
1: fuck. But yeah, the match is good. Bianca Belair retained though. Um
0: Yeah, I was surprised that. by that, but I loved all the false finishes. I just wanted to point out I'm a sucker for a good yeah. false finish, and there was a lot of good ones in this match. These girls are all three pros, man. Like this match was smooth. The wrestling was good. I I enjoyed it as a fan. I really like this match. Yeah.
2: And Asuka's double ankle lock and I forget what else she did like but those that was pretty cool. The yeah. whole sequence.
1: Yeah. Um after that we had a match that I personally wasn't looking forward to. It was Omos and MVP in a handicap match versus Bobby Lashley. This was the best Bobby Lashley-Omas match so far, and I think it's probably because MVP was in it, and it wasn't yeah. always just two big, strong guys going at it before. <laughs> it wasn't a terrible match. It was the best one that they've done. But again, please just be done with it. Bobby won. No. Again, just you yeah. don't you need these feuds every single pay-per-view, every week. Yeah. I, think, I think Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods have wrestled Sheamus and Butch and Ridge Holland like 12 <laughs> times now. Uh Xavier Woods like pointing it out on on Twitter I think. He's like yeah we've yeah. done it like 11 times.
0: You know but, uh, how
2: you Bobby know how for this match
0: Oh no, I just was going to say you it... know you know how uh Co- uh Corey Graves before him and Carmella started dating in real life and Charlotte and Charlotte he would start he would always talk about how they were like goddesses and everything when they would like walk out <laughs> yeah. to the ring. That's going to be me with Maurice now. Anytime Maurice comes to the ring I'm just going to be like <laughs> god (laughs) chef's chef's kiss (laughs) all right keep her moving sorry (laughs) all right let's just get to the next match
1: kevin owens versus ezekiel uh i was super surprised with the winner being kevin owens considering how much they've gotten to build this ezekiel character but they had him lose and i texted my buddy last night and tim you said too He's just one face paint away from being Ultimate Warrior. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Put what? face paint on him, he's Ultimate Warrior. At least you look-wise. Threw... He's a better wrestler, but...
0: It's the same thing.
1: <laughs> I don't know what his brother Elias has been up to, but... Um, <laughs> Ezekiel's what, what is killing they, it. Where
2: do they go from this? Like, what do they just keep doing it, I guess?
1: Dude, I, probably. They're probably going to have a match at SummerSlam, too. Probably Money in the Bank, or he'll be in Money in the Bank, or... I don't know.
2: Because I'm like, like Kevin Owens won, and now he's going to keep being like, he's not Ezekiel, or he's Elias?
1: I don't know. Tim, what do you think Elias has been up to while his brother's been wrestling?
0: Uh, Well, I think he's been playing a lot of the guitar, probably. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I think it's nice that he's probably getting to play a full song without getting interrupted. uh, Because I don't think he ever... I don't think he ever actually got to play a full song without somebody interrupting him. Zico has his Zeke freaks. That's I what he calls them. That. I I didn't know that, and I don't like that.
1: Also, change your gear. <laughs> salmon and white every week. Salmon and white. I
0: know why. Every salmon? Week salmon tassels. That's
1: na you, You're wearing naked gear, bro. Come on,
2: <laughs> skin tone.
1: God, it makes me of that bagel that's like cream cheese and fresh salmon on it
0: or whatever. <laughs> what?
1: You've never seen that, like a, sa- a raw yeah, salmon yeah. bagel. It's just
0: like yeah, it's what cream cheese salmon and pink. bagel. Just, that's, that's how we it. do it up here in New York. Ah, yeah. the smoked salmon. Oh my Yeah, <laughs> the smoke of the salmon. Ah, the smoked. We are not in New York great.
2: though. So every, every time Ezekiel comes on, now I'm going to think of that because you know, right. good <laughs>
0: of a smoked salmon bagel. Like, I'm starting to
2: really
0: What you guys actually?
1: <laughs> th- what you guys actually think of the match? What do you think of Ezekiel and him? Nothing's I mean, this was that. Yeah,
0: this was. I mean, it was whatever. This was like the one match on the show. I was like,
1: there was no terrible matches on the show. That's a thing. Yeah, Yeah. which is nice for once. I just don't really. I didn't
0: care for. I didn't care for the Elias character, and I don't really care for this dude. He just doesn't. It's not that anything he does anything wrong in particular. He just doesn't do anything for me personally as a wrestling fan. There's nothing he does. Yeah,
1: he doesn't do anything.
2: Yeah, his whole gimmick is that he's not Elias. <laughs> That's it.
0: Not I'm Elias sure. WWE. Look, I'm sure he's not super stoked on it. You know what I mean? But he's getting paid well, so. I guess yeah,
1: he's making the best of a bad gimmick. Terrible yep. creative gimmick.
0: Think about like Fandango, dude. Like when you like sh- when he like showed up there, he was probably like, oh, oh. All
1: right. dude, I loved it when he was teaming with Tyler Breeze and they were the t- t- the detectives and yeah. stuff, and they were that the shit was great. Police. Remember, Fashion uh,
2: Damian Sandow when he used to copy.
1: That was you know, great.
2: Now he
0: yeah. was funny. I don't know why. Mizdale, Mizdale, He, Ms. he yeah. had he had something there. It was so dumb. Like yeah. it was only going to last a little bit longer. You could, how many? How many years? How <laughs> he many would do years? The moves on the outside, right? He would just take bumps on the outside by himself.
1: <laughs> Dude, he'd be there. Lins would fall. He'd fall in the apron. Just... <laughs> yeah. Dude, it was great.
0: Um. His dad. All right, let's
1: next match (laughs) going off. We just go off, guys. We just go off. Whatever, man. Uh, We're here to talk. I know, man. And you
0: know what? I I love I love current stuff. But, you know, it's nice to like it's crazy, dude. There's fun things to talk about that didn't even happen that long ago. Like, to me, well, they did, though. Like, if you think about back to like the shield and stuff and like, I mean, and then.
1: It was like six years ago now. I know, yeah.
0: but it's like, man, like AJ's been in the yeah. company like for a while. A minute like, now, yeah. Like stuff like that, you know? Like it's like time's yeah. flying, guys.
1: Hardy's returned like four years ago or whatever, like yeah. and they're day. already
0: gone again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're already gone and in a different company, and that company didn't even exist. Dude, that's crazy. Speaking of
1: I don't like to talk about other podcasts on here, but Jericho's podcast just had the Hardys on. They talk about Jeff leaving the match and like all that stuff, and knowing it was time to leave. And if you're interested in all that, I, I think. Heard it yet, and but also, I'm interested. Real,
2: real quick about like Jeff when you know he got hurt. You didn't know he was almost knocked down in the match on Double or Nothing. Really? Oh really? Matt, Matt Hardy was like he doesn't remember anything from that match.
1: Oh god! Wow. Yeah, no wonder he wasn't in the tag match on Dynamite. The I'm next like, week, I'm like,
2: and he—they were telling him the spots like throughout the entire match because he didn't know what to do. Fuck. So they're like, do a swanton off of this. <laughs> he was like, all right, <laughs> he's he's like, all right. All right let's do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, I didn't he's
0: like know a that drunk
2: guy when he told him to do something.
0: Like he had no idea what he was doing. They're like, hey, you're gonna do a swanton from the stairs or from the road. <laughs> he's like, all right. He's like, he's like, I
1: agreed to do this. All right, if you say so. <laughs>
0: yeah, if you told me I'm supposed to do it, then I'm gonna do it. <laughs> oh shit that's that's yeah, actually that's pretty crazy funny. there's another time uh, there's a there's a triple threat match i think it's like no mercy or triple I h and remember. edge and jeff hardy no no it's, it's uh no well there well there's that but then there's a there's one where it's triple h the rock and kurt angle and kurt angle gets knocked out right in the beginning of the match and yeah. they have a they have a whole match and Kurt Angle's like, I don't remember anything. <laughs>
1: like he's like giving Miz people like rem- belly. To- Miz doesn't remember his match with Cena at Mania.
0: Yeah, he's, they're like they're like giving yeah. each other like suplexes and stuff. He's like, I don't remember anything. Like that's crazy. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. Just on autopilot or C- something. Kurt Angle's like belly to belly, like belly to belly people like. <laughs>
2: Like, he's like, nope. <laughs> don't remember. He's unconscious doing it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's what Triple H said. He's like, he's just out on his feet, just going. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. It's crazy, man. Warriors. Oh, um,
1: I want to get... What was the next match? Yeah, I want to <laughs> get into the next match because, one, they're... Yeah. There was something I thought was going to happen with this next match, but it didn't. So the next match was was Finn Balor, AJ Styles, and Liv Morgan versus the Judgment Day. Uh, The winners was the Judgment Day. What what are your guys' thoughts on the match as a whole? A lot of moving parts. I know it's six-man tag, but I thought everyone got to shine. Rhea was (laughs) rocking some different gear. She's usually wearing the long legs, but she was just like.
2: I think they're. They're looking better. The Judgment Day. Like at first, I was like this. Edge's like hair is wish... terrible.
1: Edge's hair is Which the same version? as Rhea. It's the same as yeah. Rhea. They have the same barber, same haircut.
2: Yeah. At first, it was like a wish version of um, what's it? the uh, an A W House, House of Black. House of Black. House of Black. Yeah. Um, but now it's like they're actually their own thing. I'm like, this is kind of cool now. Edge has made it like his own thing.
1: Well, Balor took the pin from Edge in the end. And I thought that Balor was going to turn on AJ and them and join. I still think Don't he's going to. Happen. I still think he's going to that he's the fourth member. <laughs> it could happen tonight on tonight's Raw. So well, I guess we'll find out tomorrow. I thought, he, yeah, I, thought he was gonna, um,
0: I really did think he was going to turn on him in this match, but I was happy to see that he didn't. But it just makes sense because he's going to be Demon Finn and he's going to have to paint. Come on. Come on, Jeez. you know it's true. Come on, come on. I, I like the match. It,
1: it, it was solid. It was good.
0: Yeah. and he's gonna um, be like,
1: I do like Finn. I do like Finn and AJ now. on a team. <laughs> <laughs> all right,
0: sorry. next match. Sorry, sorry to our, sorry to all of our Irish and Scottish listeners. I apologize. <laughs>
1: uh, next match we had Moss, not Madcap anymore. He's a, has a new gimmick, and it's just Moss, and no more suspenders. Just generic character number one, Uh, all black, just, you know, short tights and black knee pads. And yeah, Uh, Moss versus Corbin, though, in a no holds barred match. Winner in the end was Moss. You know, he kind of got revenge on Baron for all the shit he put him through uh, over the past couple weeks and put him out of quote unquote action for like two weeks, I think, and destroyed his Andre the Giant Battle Royal trophy. But, yeah, I mean, Moss kind of had to win this, and I think their feud is pretty much over now, as it should be, but, you know.
2: Yeah, it's another one that I'm like, it, it better be over. <laughs>
1: enough, enough of this shit. It better be over. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I mean, match, match was okay. wasn't bad at all. Um. Moss, you know, they've really been pushing him, so. And fans seem to like him, especially when you put him up against someone like Corbin, who people hate. Um, yeah. Unless they're just piping the crowd noise, and I can't tell if people actually like him or not. But
0: You don't know anymore. Yeah. You just don't know. Yeah, you really don't.
1: Um, speaking of the crowd, though, our next match was Ali versus Theory, and this was in Chicago in Ali's hometown.
2: And his family was there. And
1: his family was there, and it was for the U.S. title, and they fucking are just burying this guy. And, yeah, Ali lost. Uh, lost he- clean. He tweeted out afterwards all he said was, I don't even know, man. <laughs> That's all he wrote. <laughs> he just doesn't yeah, even like, know anymore, dude. Like
2: why why bring him back on TV? He does
1: He's a good wrestler too. He's very good
0: wrestler. I was
1: watching him, I was like picturing him if he were to like go to AEW or somewhere else, like he would fit right in.
0: See the thing is um, people are gonna keep he's this is a mistake. This is a mistake to publicly embarrass him because he's going to become sympathetic to fans. Yeah. So all of a sudden he it's going to by accident put get him more over because people are smart enough to know that he sent that tweet out that he wanted to leave and he made it public so now they know what they're doing to him. Do people people know? And I think that if he does leave and go to AEW, he's going to get the big warm hug and reception because yeah. he's been getting squashed for a year or whatever.
1: And he, I mean, he used to have matches on uh, 205 Live with Buddy Murphy that were really good. Uh, I think well, they also wrestled don't, in, in don't Australia. Don't forget, he
0: w- he was about to get the big main event push, and then he got hurt, and then, and then Kofi took yeah, his Randy spot. heard
1: Randy heard him, and then Kofi got the big spot. And, and then he, became he was about to become retribution he was the leader of retribution during the covet era horrible. it
0: was horrible God,
1: fucking a.
2: that was like vince's idea of what like, he's like i hate young it's people is like, yeah. what i think they are dude <laughs>
1: Ma- la knight is now max dupree and he's just a modeling agent and he's gonna sign t-bar and uh fucking mace
2: la knight was such a cool name
1: But he's not even gonna be a wrestler. They've just made him be like this fucking manager guy that's signing. He's like, I'm the owner of this hottest free agency. I'm just like, God, dude. (laughs) You were actually entertaining down at NXT and now. It's like they almost gave him like the manager gimmick that they wanted to give Adam Cole. Yeah. But like he's he's got the size. I'm surprised Vince doesn't want him to like wrestle. LA Knight's like in good shape and can go, and he's a really good talker.
0: I was just thinking this is just like a funny like side story and this seems to be the theme of the episode is side stories so I think the name of the episode episode the name of the episode should be injuries or everyone's injured and side stories but uh so uh just talking about uh oh god who was the wrestler that you just brought up uh
1: No, someone before that. Mason T. Bar, Mustafa Ali, Retribution.
0: I just cut that out. I don't remember (laughs) what I was gonna say. Keep, keep her going. All right, all right. Our main event
1: at Hell in a Cell was Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins in a Hell in a Cell. It was only Hell in a Cell match. Uh, It had been reported that Cody was injured, and he didn't get injured wrestling. He got injured lifting. He what tore his pec? I believe.
2: Yeah, completely St- off the bone.
1: Straight off the bone. So Seth, Seth Rollins comes out and he takes off his jacket and he's dressed in dusty P- roads polka dots. A uh, nice little trying to you know psychological warfare with with. Kobe. He was
0: trying to get into a man's mind to see if he could take him to the limit,
1: baby. Anyways, Cody comes out and takes <laughs> off his jacket. <laughs> Cody comes out, takes off his jacket, and dude, I mean, everyone at home, I'm sure, was like me. Uh, everyone in the arena, the arena kind of got quiet. They saw yeah. <laughs> they saw this man's bruise from his peck, and Triple H had a similar picture out there like that at one point when he tore his peck after yeah. it like didn't he had happened. Like, during the match. Right? Yeah. But it, I was like, I mean, everyone's like, why is Cody wrestling? Why are they letting him out of his arm?
0: His arm was swollen. There was blood. You could see it. It was coming straight from his pick, going down to the thigh, down to his bicep. And his bicep was so swollen. It was scaring me. Scared the dream.
2: Scared.
0: Anyway, so they worked around
1: his bruise this (laughs) entire match. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> he worked around his his torn pec this entire match. He didn't really use his right side. He used his left. Um, at one point, Cody breaks out a bull rope and ties it to his wrist and tells uh, Seth to tie it on, which I think is like paying homage to Dusty Rhodes, if I'm not mistaken, Tim. Of course it was. A bull rope. Okay. Okay. Um, Anyway, the
2: only, the only thing with that spot, and I was like, why didn't Cody just tie it on to Seth? Because he was like, put it on, and Seth was like, all right.
0: He was honoring me with a bull rope, he's showing his daddy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was starting to turn into the water boy, where he's like, it's me, Roboito. <laughs> Ciao, Roboito. It's me, O'Day. <laughs> hey, <Roberto. laughs>
1: Bobby, it's me, your daddy, and a voodoo that's... woman named Phyllis. That's a if boy can do that toe.
0: character anymore, guys. <laughs> that's my—that's what my dusty was turning into. That's
1: bed sheets over there. Excuse me, ladies. I'm gonna go kill myself. Oh my God. I am All 35 right. years old.
0: I'm 35 years old. All right,
1: Captain. Say no show, no mercy. <laughs> The match, though, God, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was a good, it was a good match. Props to Cody for fucking sticking it out. But man, you did. We would have been all right after seeing that. But to be like, hey, man, you don't have to go out there. You don't have to do this. <laughs> yeah. uh, but they they pulled it off. Um, props to Seth for you know working around it. Yeah, the comments. Uh, Cody on Cody were hit so a pedigree funny. at one point. Cody hit a pedigree at one point, which you know yeah. that whole Triple H him stuff. Um, and
2: he won with a sledgehammer, too.
1: Yeah, he won with two crossroads and then finished him off with a sledgehammer. And um, yeah, Cody won uh, Seth Rollins versus Cody Rhodes three. They don't need to do it again. If you ended a Hell they in a so. Cell, there's n- what else do you do after a Hell in a Cell? You stop right. it. No more. Yeah. Even he was like, yeah, I'm but done. The, but he the, has to be done because he's going to be off of TV for the next five months. They said he'll be back in about January.
2: Yeah, it's tough. I the the sledgehammer spots always crack me up because they hold a sledgehammer, then they hold the top of it with their hand and they hit <laughs> him with it. Yeah, which is like such a funny way of doing it. Jeez. But Only yeah, the match itself, I thought it was really good.
0: I think like one time Triple H like hit Shawn Michaels in the back with one that looked like he like murdered him. <laughs> yeah, he he didn't have, he didn't have... yeah, where he didn't have the hand there. It just looked like he like paralyzed him right there. <laughs> uh but babe. um so I, I think our next pay-per-view coming up is Money
1: in the Bank, if I'm not mistaken. Oh uh, yeah. I we're wonder be what it. Cody's spot I mean, I'm maybe Cody would have been in that match. I wonder what they're gonna have to do, do rearranging things. Gonna,
2: do you think they're gonna have someone win it and then when he comes back he's gonna like challenge that person?
1: And then Probably, I don't know. No. I don't know. I know the Rock schedule has no movies for next year, so he could be yeah. at Mania this year. There is no movie conflicts coming conflict around. Right? Yeah, next year. Yeah. So he's got enough we'll money. To wait and like, see. But take a year off. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that wraps up Hell in a Cell and our injury fest. A uh, show and MJF promo and and all of our yeah, side stories. stories.
2: Well, just uh, you want to end on like another note that's we're going to talk about next week, anyways. But yeah, let's do it. John Cena is returned to Raw.
1: Oh my God, he's going to wrestle Theory. Jesus Christ!
2: You know why? Because the ratings suck.
1: <sighs> all right,
0: because it's well. horrible. <laughs> anyways, Great. on that note, <laughs> all right, this, take us out, Tim. Positive. All right. Well, yeah. I suppose. Team. <laughs> Ciao, Um All right, I suppose before we go off the air, we should say please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the PW fan. And if you like Andy's Funko Pop collection, go to Instagram and follow at the four hundred and ten fanbros Give my man a follow. Start
2: laughing during that. I didn't. I just.
0: I I read it wrong. I said if you like Andy's Funko Pop collection, instead of (laughs) follow Andy's Funko Pop. Hey, you don't have to like it to follow it. Just so you guys know. Um, uh, yeah, and I think that about wraps it up for this week. We are the PW fan, the channel where we love Maurice, but we hate Disco Inferno. Oh my god! And join us next week for episode (laughs) thirty-nine.